Hello and welcome to the Casual Anime Podcast. I'm your usual host, Frederick. Joining me, as he always does, is Kushton. Hello, hello. Now, how are you doing today, Kushton? Are you ready to discuss uh, this animated film? Yes. We never discuss anime, right? Never. I think this is our first time. Uh, so tell us, what are we watching today? We're watching uh, basically a dystopian future, where uh, basically the government has cured all diseases and uh, implanted various systems that, uh, well, um, they control the population. Basically. Yes, uh, they basically invented the shortcut or <laughs> to life, I guess, and it's automatically implanted in everyone. So. Their life is optimized, but uh, without their uh, having any control of it themselves. So people are basically living on autopilot, would you say? Yeah. And if I also understood correctly, this uh, world has been nuked, right? Well, at least three times, I think. Yeah, America, America has been nuked, at least. Yeah. Or, or that's what they say, I mean. With the technology that they have, they could probably have lied to everyone just to keep them in line. Oh, hey, America is nuked. Don't you dare do anything stupid or we'll be next. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess that just comes with the territory of being able to control everything your population sees. So, yeah. Um, let's move on. I think... Uh, I think our red-haired main character has uh, definitely been living on autopilot these last couple of years. So, uh, what would you say her occupation is? Well, uh, the official uh, is uh, Helix Inspector, Senior Inspector. So, is she a part and, of the uh, military or of the police? Uh, it's uh, it's a fusion of the both. Uh, they've just uh, started this uh, organization and. Basically, it's just merged together and uh, sucked up the police. And it's the World Health Organization, right? Or is it just the same acronym? I think it's uh, uh, under uh, department of uh, the World Health Organization. But this is the same World Health Organization we have today. No. Is it some kind of uh, commentary that <laughs> what they're doing in the world is uh, terrible <laughs> or something? Well, well, it might be, but anyway, uh, yeah. I think it's supposed to be the same uh, World Health Organization as we have today, or they probably would have chosen a different acronym. Yeah, would be probably. my guess. Uh, it's kind of far-fetched that uh, the World Health Organization would uh, have uh, super spies and yeah. yeah. So for living in a world where. Uh, everything should be perfect she doesn't seem too happy no uh and she's basically on a war field in uh, africa uh, it's yes. a war between uh, niger and tuareg i think and these people don't have uh, implanted the uh, watch me and uh, medicare systems so is there any ethical dilemma of giving or supplying one side with uh, medication and weapons and technology, yeah. basically. Yeah, of course, because they're sh were supposed to be neutral. Uh, but 
in turn they get uh, what they're not allowed to have, I guess. Yeah, smokes, like, uh, alcohol. alcohol, and that kind of thing. And uh, I mean, it should probably have been known from for everyone that our main character is a raving alcoholic, but it doesn't seem to have uh, registered with people when she got the position. Yeah. That is maybe a problem, and I think if they have an Overwatch system that watches everyone, I thought that would maybe have been picked up on long ago, but... I think um, they have uh, systems that block signals and various of things. You see it later in the movie that uh, you can see the... <clears throat> the name and uh, occupation and search of the Interpol agent. But basically, I don't think this is the important part, because I think the only premise with uh, this uh, desert handoff was to show what she did regularly, yeah. uh, but now it was important for her to be sent back to Japan, where, yeah, she's, where um... the story actually is going to take place. So, uh, I don't know, it's probably an okay way of doing it. Uh, but I would have guessed that uh, her being forcibly sent back or kind of put on leave uh, would kind of diminish her authority, but apparently not. She's able to pick up a murder case the second she gets back. Yeah, and uh, she kind of seems like uh, a standout in the, in the health organization because uh, she has meetings and, uh, and such with the higher-ups. So she obviously have, uh, they have uh, eyes on her, at least. Yeah, and she, she seems to have some, like, uh, intel on people, so she can blackmail them into, well, if, if I go down, well, you're gonna go, gonna go down with me, so apparently yeah. society isn't uh, as perfect as uh, it would seem, I guess. Yeah, and the blackmail was, uh, was just a thing she was uh, almost fired for or dishonorably discharged the smuggling and, uh, and search of alcohol and cigarettes. Uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, they bazooka uh, a plane or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think most of it actually went uh, right past me because I fell asleep first time watching this. Uh, I was kind of... Uh not so happy, I would say, about the, the quality of uh, the, the animation in the desert scene. is like a mix between 2D and 3D, and uh, the switch between them was so jarring that I felt like I was taking off 3D glasses every time it switched. But maybe that was just me. Um, yeah, I would have thought, think... when you're making a film, you would have time to like polish up those details and probably lip proper properly lip sync but uh, apparently not yeah I, I can see what you mean but uh it was totally okay for me i think it was uh well good quality well, uh, in my eyes i was looking <laughs> at it like uh well this could probably have been rendered for the for like a handheld console i was like yeah this this looks like a cutscene from from a jrpg or something this looks yeah. like uh well, I watched it on Blu-ray, so I think it affected me a little. 
Uh, it was very smooth. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the premise here, I think, is uh, rammed down pretty hard, but from the start, I think you uh, are under the impression that, well, in the in a world that is discontrolling, death is the only freedom you have. If you want to be free, well, you just death is the only place that will provide you that freedom because you're not allowed to die. Yeah. The system is yeah. act actively preventing you from dying, and only later do we learn that the system put in place to make people happy later is actually making you very unhappy, and that is leading to an well, decently high suicide rate among uh, young people. Yeah. Um, so They don't want to be part of the false network. So, uh, if that choice was put to you, if you knew everything they knew, uh, would you look at it the same way? Would you look at, well, if I can't be free, then uh, what is the point of living as a drone for the rest of your life? I don't know, I'm kind of a for guy. Um if they can get rid of diseases and such, uh, I'm a happy man. I'm, uh, well, they had some good technology for uh, oak lenses. So you have some uh, real-life uh, RPG uh, view. Well, maybe not killing yourself, though, but trying to break out of this circle, maybe. Yeah. Not having the thing implanted. Uh, moving outside the zone into poverty yeah. or something. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Uh, it's the built-up society that, uh, and you and you see this with the, the shadow uh, group and uh, the people that implanted this, trying to break out of it too. And, but if you uh, have these kinds of choices, can't you just live well enough alone and live your life outside the bubble? Maybe yeah, that it's not enough. You have to. Some people just want to make the world burn, right? Or yeah. watch the world burn. It depends on what uh, consciousness they uh, wake up with. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of conscious, uh, where does uh, this Miyachi come into the picture? Because she is basically the voice in the back of the head of our main character through the entire film. And initially, we think she's dead, but. Uh, I don't know how her ideas were so prevalent. Um, I think it's. She... Uh, I think. I think the point is that uh, our main character doesn't think that much about the freedom. She just was uh, insanely in love with uh, this girl, and that is yeah. what drove her so far. It's not the ideas. It's. Uh, it was the love. Uh, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, there's. Uh... Probably uh, many reasons for uh, for this, but um, I think um, that uh, Tuan, uh, our main char redhead character, uh, she's been in love with uh, Miyak and she's been dead for 13 years, and uh, uh, at least for her, and uh, so she just want to get. Uh, uh, she should probably have gotten over it. By yeah, now. yeah, and they they have various of, uh, therapy programs and and such as we see uh, throughout the movie. 
Yeah, I don't know. But then again, your first love uh, never uh, fades. I don't know. Yeah, I think she was just uh, extremely disenfranchised by the entire thing. And, uh, I mean, uh, what she eventually decided at the end, uh, I don't think that's necessarily her going her own way. I think it's just, well, she still loves her. And I don't think anything actually changed. I think her only thing that changed were, was uh, the film's perspective. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think there's a lot of build-up to the last yeah. scene in the movie, which is uh, <laughs> basically Tuan shooting... Uh, is she shooting both of them, or is she just shooting... What do you think? She's just shooting Mia. Yeah, but she's uh, hugging her, right? So it's both yeah. their heads next to each other, so it could be like a collateral. Yeah. Double headshot. I'm uh I mean why would she, why would she live in the world when when she's displayed that she's been this in love why would she live in the world without her Well she's not living in the world because she's losing her consciousness because they uh activated the harmony program which will come to in turn uh, Yeah because... explain, explain that process to me because <laughs> Our main character was dispatched to stop this, right? Yeah. Yeah, so did she fail? Uh, no, but the, she gave her uh, super eye up. Uh, uh, she, she told her that uh, she didn't really care what was going to happen to the world. And I think they activated the Harmony program, which was uh, Miak's plan all along. Well, that is fine in my book, but uh, I don't know if how uh, how clearly that came across what the actual outcome would be for the world afterwards, because apparently there's a lot of there's still a lot of governments around in the world, and I don't know how if they follow Japan's model or if they are all independent or what what they are. Yeah. If, if, even if they're only savage tribes living here and there. I guess life will move on. Yeah. And I don't know if harmony is better than non-harmony, and it's very difficult to say, because I think in this utopian future, I think everything is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of world you could see ours are going, to be fair. Uh, not the, the watch me system, and, but um, people on their phones every day, every day, <clears throat> uh, being uh, super into uh, technology and uh, yeah. If you have something implanted, you're gonna yeah. You're gonna be guaranteed that like ten years down the line, someone is gonna hack that. Yeah, and uh, I don't think there's a way to stop it from happening because. Uh, Somewhere uh, along our uh, our long road, we're gonna we're gonna evolve into <laughs> into beings uh, that uh, you know uh, somewhere uh, in the cities. If you cut off the power, they can't survive because they don't know what to do without power. They can't make fire. They can't you know such things. 
and when the system breaks down, the, the strong one will survive. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, that I point, don't. It's not even their own fault because the government is like, well, no, you're not allowed to have uh, fire fireplaces in your home because uh, it's gonna pollute mm -hmm. the world. So here, take this, uh, take this central heating uh, aggregate instead. Or uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> basically, they're killing. They they have to pr uh, make sure the power stays on, or else they're gonna kill half the population. It'll yeah. be their fault. So yeah, <laughs> that's a different. Note, I think we, uh, I think we went off. Uh, well, the, it's still the, the government uh, doing horrible <laughs> things to, or basically controlling. It's just uh, on a smaller scale, I guess. Yeah, uh, and um, on the she she come home from uh, from Africa or or somewhere. And uh, she meets her uh, childhood friend that uh, was part of the trio, Sion. Yeah, the suicide pact girls. Yeah. And they've um, kind of find out in small bits that uh, Mia uh, has uh, procured some pills made by Medicare. Uh, and if they take them, their body's internal nutrition factions would be broken. So they could die, um, which they can't uh, unless they take these pills because the watch me and, uh, and stuff uh, blocks uh, harm and uh, harm for them. Self harm. Yeah, self harm. But yeah, that's pretty fucked up, though. I mean, but it would stop uh, people jumping off buildings. So I guess. Uh... <laughs> That became such yeah. a prevalent problem that. Uh... And the trains. <laughs> it's. Um... But apart from that, I don't think. Uh... Really anything happens before. Um... She kills herself. <laughs> it's right in no, the middle just, of a delicious uh, meal. There's just some uh, couple of. Uh... You know, uh, the interface for the Auglands and, and such. You can see they have a social aptitude score for people they meet. Yeah. Which and, tells, uh, uh, I think she kind of contrasts uh, Tuan pretty well because this is how she was. She is supposed to act. But uh, Tuan says she's pretending, but I think she's pretending pretty badly because <laughs> she, she is an asshole to everyone and it's noticeable. So. Yeah. Clearly, she sticks out from uh, from society like a sword thumb. Yeah, and uh, and that's why she went to to, to the, Africa. Africa. <laughs> to get away from people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently they're uh, or when Cian kills herself. It's not a isolated event. It's been a, like a mass suicide thing. Yeah. Where like simultaneously like five thousand people have attempted suicide and like three thousand people have succeeded. And six thousand four hundred and eighty-two tried to take uh, to uh, take suicide, and uh, two thousand seven hundred and ninety-six <laughs> confirmed that, and uh, some people in the hospital 
uh, that's a surprisingly low success rate, right? Or maybe it isn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not not to sound uh, not to <clears throat> sound terribly uh, doom and gloom here, or uh... I think the, um, what the creators uh, are trying to tell a little bit about is uh, is um, some people have a stronger will or something that they could over overthrow the the hacking i don't think yeah. so because that would mean like uh if they didn't attempt suicide no one would have been there to stop them so they did attempt it yeah and they, they wouldn't be a statistic so you mean someone so i think they probably them. what they had at hand was uh not as good as other people yeah hm. so um of course, uh, our character, she was at the restaurant, so she just picked up the nearest uh, knife and stabbed herself uh, in the throat. But, uh, I mean, other people just probably found a rope and then someone cut them down before they before they suffocated. So, I guess yeah. that is the explanation yeah. here. Yeah, probably a much more <laughs> reliable explanation than mine. Um Yeah, and of and, course uh, this leads to the investigation and all of that, and what we uncover, I think, is more interesting than the way we uncover it, because there is a, a grand plot here. A shadow organization. Yeah. Uh, by the group Next Generation Human Behavior Special Characteristics Monitoring Working Group. That just sounds so pretentious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why couldn't why, you why just pick just... the cool name, right? Yeah, like Death or something. Just call your call yourself something cool. Yeah, and uh, this is the group. Uh, some people are are thinking that's behind this, but uh, it's not completely true. They're just behind the Harmony program, while Mia is. Uh, uh, behind the suicides and to try to get them to activate the Harmony program, basically. Yeah, and I don't know uh, what role uh, she actually played in this, because, I mean, when she first attempted suicide, uh, we are told that she was killed, but uh, apparently she was not, and she was experimented on, and now is in this position. Yeah. So who is actually at blame here? The people who lied about her being dead? The people who experimented on her? The people... I think it's like... Uh... It would be very easy to blame uh... Mia for everything, but I don't think she's actually to blame for even half of it. No, the one to blame would be the Russians that uh, did things to her. Oh yes, always the, the Russians. <laughs> always hacking things. <laughs> well... Uh, it's basically that their fault. They're awakening her consciousness. Because as we have it explained later in the movie, that she's from a tribe in Chechenia where they don't have consciousness or something. And, and that, that is the explanation for them mercilessly raping ch women and children? Is that is that it? No. Uh, her people don't have consciousness. 
but when she gets raped and and bashed, uh, she she gets uh, a consciousness of hatred or something else. Is yeah, at I least maybe that I just think. went over my head, but I... Yeah. Well, I guess living without a consciousness would be nice then, in that case. Uh, but what we learn about her isn't really... I mean, she had a nice Japanese family, um, but apparently that was not enough. No. I don't know why she had the inkling to take two people with her, though. That's not very nice, is it? Well, there were three, three clover. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, one of them chickened out, and the second would only have followed because she loved her. So, I mean, that's two murders right there. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's... I don't know, it's um, probably something from the book she reads, because uh, all the books she's uh, talking about is, uh, is about how the, the romance, uh, uh, almost like Romeo and Juliet stories, where they, where they take suicide together. And... Well, I think, well, not, I think not the point of Romeo though. and Juliet aren't that they're going to kill each uh, yeah, no, they're gonna no, both but, die. But the, the point end, was that the they both goal. was gonna live, but then both ended up dying, and that's why yeah. it's tragic. So yeah. But the end is is the same in uh, in the books, at least. Uh... Yeah, everyone ends up dead, and that's tragic, I guess. Yeah. Oh well. Uh. As people can probably guess, I'm not really big on this movie, um, but apparently you are. Well, I, I think it's a, it's a thought-provoking movie, because I don't see it as... Uh, well, if you, if you take away the Watch Me system and Medicare and stuff, it could be the future in 10 years. Not the whole thing, but uh, governments controlling the world. They're already doing that, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought the, it was the, just the watching. The, I don't know. Well, I just thought it was rammed down harder than like a Judas Priest song. So I wasn't that into it. I never got into it. I thought the main character was boring. I thought there wasn't really anything here, and all of these concepts of. Uh, like being watched and uh, Big Brother and uh, no free will, they've all been explored before. So, yeah, when I combined it with what I perceived as bad visuals, I kind of lost interest. So that is why I really didn't get into it. But um, apparent, I mean, from your angle, it does sound a lot more interesting. Yeah, and. Um... And you know, uh, there's two directors on this movie. Um, Michael Arias that uh, produced uh, Animatrix and uh, Takahashi uh, Nakamura that did uh, key animation on Nausicaa after What If the Wind and background art for Akira. So, 
I, I can't see the that thing on, on in this movie, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes when people make passion projects, uh, it just shows that, well, maybe you shouldn't be making passion projects. And sometimes they turn out to be the best thing that has ever been made, so... I mean, I think it's a hit-and-miss thing. That's nothing wrong with that. People yeah. should be encouraged to try and make independent things more often, but... Uh, as the budget of anime is right now, it's not going to happen that often. And the more of them that are a success, the more will be made. So I don't think this was a success, like, economically. Do you know anything about that? No, but it won a grand... Uh, a platinum grand prize uh, during a future film festival in Italy. <laughs> uh, probably a... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, random price, but... Uh... Yeah, if that is all, I'm not... I mean, I don't think it's very... I don't think many people have seen this, even. But maybe they oh. have. Wow. Well, uh, uh, it's around... Um... 1900 in popularity. I guess that is okay for something like this. Uh, I did notice one thing, though. It was like this cornfield chase. And they were chasing down a drone or something. Or running from a drone or something. And it was like... The reverse of the interstellar cornfield chase. So I was expecting Hans Zimmer to be blazing off for any second. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, by the way, in the in the total end, uh, the landscapes and mountains. I think they did uh, a mix of uh, animation and uh, real uh, pictures or real uh, video, because they looked quite lifelike. That's never a bad idea. I mean, oh, and and it worked very good. Um, as long as it again, doesn't clash, though. That's that's the yeah. problem, though, when the contrast is too great. So yeah, yeah, you usually pay attention to the music. I didn't pay attention at all. Um, anything memorable? Yeah, totally uh, okay. Uh, I like the the end song, very good. Yeah, that's uh, usually where uh, all the effort is put in, right? To make a memorable yeah. ending song. So you hope that when people get to the credits, they're so hung up on it that they just sit and watch it while a nice tune <laughs> plays. Yeah. And it could be that uh, the background's heightened my uh, experience of the, of the music in the end. But uh, I think it was really great and... I think I'm going to put it in the start of this episode. Sure, sure. Um, what do you think about the length, though? I think uh, two hours for this is probably a little too long, but... I think uh, that's one of its major flaws. I think it's um, probably 25 minutes too long. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, there's could have been... definitely 20 minutes of downtime here we could could have cut. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of dialogue could have been cut. I mean, there's a lot of explaining things. Or just two people are just sitting there talking and they're like, do you really mean this? Well, <laughs> and then all of the instances have to be explained. And uh, I mean, we yeah. could probably have skipped a few of these uh, steps of logic when she's hunting down... Uh, 
uh, Miyachi's past. Yeah, I could guess. probably have. Uh, I I liked a bit in Chechenia, but I could probably have skipped a big part of the Baghdad uh, thing. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think... the father just suddenly is name dropped, and the music is uh, peaking, and like, okay, but we haven't, we don't know who this person is. Her father could have been anyone. Well, we get to know him in uh, in the research lab before she goes to Baghdad. Well, sure, but I mean, we don't know anything about him before that. She's never mentioned him before this. Oh. But he's probably to... suddenly name dropped as someone important, and you don't even know anything about him. Well, it's because he's uh, he's kind of the uh, the villain, uh, almost uh, in a in a sense where uh, well, he left his daughter and uh, and wife and uh, ran away and uh, did some experiments that wasn't totally okay, and uh, the other doctor. Uh, Kata, he who uh, founded Watch Me and, and stuff, had just stopped uh, exploring other things. Just uh, went into a, a wall and uh, and didn't do anything. And uh, you could see that he was um, trying to do something else with the consciousness and and his Harmony project. Yeah, I mean. If you would, uh, if you'd compare the Harmony project to something else in fiction, do you have any good comparison to what it would be? Well, I mean, is it like, uh, I don't know, The Matrix, or is it like uh, some I would other? Call it the Matrix. Uh, if you take the, you know, Men in Black. Yeah, I if guess. you take the blitz thing and just blitz them right back to the to the start of their birth, they become hundred uh, percent harmonious, but uh, they're losing their uh, well soul basically. Oh, that is a terrible uh, story. The the thirty two grams of the human soul or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an urban legend or something. It's like uh, uh, all the components in the human body is accounted for except 32 grams, and it's like, well, that's the weight of a soul. But I think that was, <laughs> I think that was debunked ages ago. Yeah, I think a guy named Edward Elric uh, solved it. Oh yes, but I think he El Edward Elric was wrong in his math though. He's like, uh, is that like? Uh, had all the components uh, like sulfur and carbon and all of these things, but I think his uh, I think his measurements was off, so he's just gonna be gonna be a failure anyway. Yeah, because you have to account for the she's being a woman. She has uh, less body weight, less uh, body mass index. <laughs> no, well, that's not what I'm talking know. about. But yeah. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have much to add on this because I wasn't really paying that much attention unhappily, but uh, if you have anything Whoa, uh, that's the first um... I mean, I thought there was something very disconcerting of hearing uh, Miach's voice It was this timid voice coming out of 
this very confident girl, and it was something very disconcerting about that. Yeah. I, I maybe there was a bad casting decision, or maybe it was. I mean, it must have been deliberate to be made that way, but I didn't think it was a good idea. Well, she's supposed to be uh, innocent and pure in the in the start of the show, at least. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I can see what you mean. I mean, someone this confident having a voice like that, like bossing the other two around. And... But uh, one interesting note is. Uh, we don't really get to see how Mia is uh, connecting to WatchMe and the computer systems she uses, or if she just can. Uh, well, she could probably connect uh, via her old lens or something. I couldn't tell you. I mean, oh, you didn't pay attention. <laughs> no, I mean, there's so many things that are kind of explained. And there are so many pe things that are not explained, so mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you one way or the other. I mean, I kind of pieced it all together, but it didn't really make sense. I mean, I was... Yeah. I mean, well, I I mean there was a chase through Baghdad, and I was not, not really that caught, caught up with it, because none of the characters I felt I had any connection with, so... Yeah. I mean, I didn't really care what happened to any of them. It's like, uh... and they do the drone shooting there too. Uh, you know, it's where not, the not, camera yeah. spins back, and uh, I think I, I just—it just makes me nauseous. Uh, I didn't quite like it. It's a—it's uh, a couple of times they did it in the movie. I mean, it's not as bad as in Goblin Slayer, where they don't even have names, so you can associate <laughs> with them, and no their backstory hasn't been established yet either for half of them so well who is this person and why should I care about them but it's almost at that level yeah I mean should I feel sad that uh, her father is shot just as she has been able to reconnect with him well probably well, not probably. because I don't really know her and I don't really know him they didn't uh, they didn't set that up well at all just well, because they had one little bonding moment. Well, you should be feeling sorry, but uh, maybe it was just me. Uh, but uh, one scene is where um, where Tuan is reliving uh, Sian's death, and she hears uh, Mia's uh, uh, voice. She she taps into another channel of audio or something. And she's kind of mimicking uh, Sion's uh, stab, where she uh, punches yeah. herself in the throat. Didn't she I think just it was... see the recording of what uh, yeah. Sion was seeing when she killed herself? She got access to that, and at that moment she got the phone call, right? Yeah. And of course mm. she's going to think that uh, Mia is dead. And that is why, uh, or, and apparently the guilt of uh, not having pulled through with the, the suicide of all these years <laughs> pushed her over the edge or something, but I don't know. Yeah. And I felt uh, kind of there was the strongest moments of the movie, or some of them. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I didn't quite share that because, well, as I said, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. And I wasn't really rooting for anyone either, I mean. I don't know who won out in the end. Did humanity win out in the end? I don't think so. I don't think so. So. But then again... Just another day what in the does life. It mean? What does it mean for humanity to win? Is it to have... To have freedom to do what you want, I think. Okay. Is how humanity wins. So you would take the blue pill? Red pill? Red pill. Mm. Red pill. Well, I like steak. <laughs> well, it's like... Uh... There's a lot of literature about this, about uh, if you're presented with the truth, well, then most people won't be able to cope, and yeah, that'll be ultimately worse, but I mean, I guess uh, the ability, or if you can overcome the truth, and you have the ability to do what you s yourself please, and uh, pave your own way, I guess that is ultimately better, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I didn't know why I got Lawrence of Arabia vibes in the start. That's kind of weird, <laughs> but he was a different kind of freedom fighter. Yeah. But he did, I guess, fulfill the same role. I guess he gave weapons and helped one side in the conflict. Yeah, he did. Um, and that is also a film that is way too long, I think. But I mean, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it one time and uh, it's been far too long and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna see it again. Yeah. Um. You wanna wrap this up or you wanna keep going? I don't think you can uh, keep going. Um. Well, we could probably force it, but uh, where's the fun in that? Um. Yeah. So um, the usual, I guess. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. Uh, SoundCloud, Casual Anime Podcast. Uh, well, we do some viewcast and uh, movies and series. Uh, probably coming an ep episode each week, so check us out. Yes, and with that, um, until next time. Goodbye.